Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. I'm Ryan. Bringing football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, today, we start talking about the 2021 NFL Draft. I'm excited. We're going to start talking about some of these quarterbacks. What do you think, Ryan? I think it's going to be super exciting. We have five, I guess you can say top, there's five top rated quarterbacks in this draft and I'm excited to analyze them. Exactly. And a lot of this brings me back to the 2018 NFL draft with Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold and stuff like that. And just to put this on your radar, we will be making comparisons between this draft and the 2018 NFL draft to see if we can see any sort of comparisons between like, oh, you know, Josh Allen is like that late bloomer. Josh Rosen's the bust. Sorry to say that Josh Rosen and Lamar Jackson is the player that slipped that people regret not drafting. It's going to be spicy. Once we make those predictions, we go back after a year or two to see if we're correct or not. Exactly. Yeah. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let's start talking about the number one quarterback on my list and maybe on yours as well. It's Trevor Lawrence. Easy pick here. But I'm surprised that you don't have Zach Wilson number one. So there's something I learned about this whole process, and that's not having Zach Wilson number one. It's not that bad of a of an idea or even number two, but we'll talk about that when we move forward. Let's talk about Trevor Lawrence. Okay. I think he's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. Yeah. And I think um, he actually has college starting uh, like experience, if you will, because he played for four years. He was a starter for four years at Clemson because he, he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school and his record was 52 and two. So he has the experience that other guys like Wilson, I mean, Wilson has it, but he has more experience than other guys, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I agree with you. And what a lot of these scouts are saying, you know, has the football IQ, has the leadership traits. He's accurate at all levels of the field, and you can clearly say that when he plays. And, like, one of my favorite things about Trevor Lawrence is his ability to extend plays and playing off script but still having that magic. Mm -hmm. Does he remind you of Justin Herbert? Yeah. Maybe it's also the look and the hair, but the way they play. I see it. It's kind of like that running out of the pocket without a head, trying to find his read, but making it look so easy. And the thing is, is that like they can both make throws at all three levels of the field. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about Trevor Lawrence. That's what you look for. There are. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, go go for it. it. I was going to transition to concerns, but you can go. Oh, I was also going to say this guy can rush, too. Oh, yeah. Athletic. Like, because when we look at Trevor Lawrence, he passes a lot. So then sometimes you feel like, oh, he doesn't rush for that much or whatever. But he has 943 rushing yards and 18 TDs. Yeah. For his college career. Like, this guy actually runs the ball. And effectively as well. So mm-hmm. my only concern, which is kind of baked into that, though, is that there are times when you see in his film that he does a little too much with the ball sometimes. Mm. He tries and- to play like he's the hero, right? Yeah, he's yeah. You can say that. I like that. Yeah, plays like a, like he's the hero, and it's one of those things where he needs to be able to protect himself to be a true franchise quarterback, not just now, but for the long term. I see he that to, he has to be the long term solution with how much how talent he how talented he is, and the only way he can do that is if he can stay on the field. For my con, I, for pro, I had everything besides accuracy. And I know his accuracy is great, but I think for con is that sometimes in a game, there are like moments or like lapses of time where he's like not accurate. So a little and then bit when he's good. not accurate, he tends to miss high. 
Mm, interesting, interesting. But aside from that, there's really no knock on this guy. I agree with you. I mean, like, we're being very nitpicky right now. Mm-hmm. We can both agree that he is the number one quarterback coming off this board. He's one of the best quarterback prospects in a very long time, and I'm excited to see him play. With that so being said, yeah. What is his best team fit then? I want to say it's his best team fit. It's just the team that he will go to. Easy, right? Jags? The Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. And, you know, like, okay, I I was like, man, this is like a really bad situation for him, but I, I talked myself into it, you know. You, you think have, it was bad? I mean, you have DJ Chark, you have James Robinson. I think now you have Jawan Taylor to protect him. I think they signed, they either mm-hmm. gave him the franchise tag or they extended him. And this is something I thought about too. So DJ Chark is okay. You have Lavishka Chenault as well. But technically they have the second, they have the first overall pick in the second round, right? Deep yes. wide receiver class. You can still draft a wide receiver like Terrence Marshall, Rondale Moore. Start in the second round. And this yeah, offense and then, could look really good. And pair him up with uh, Robinson, the running back, who blew up on the scene last year. Exactly. Yeah. Did you have any? I'm assuming you picked the Jags as well. I picked the Jags as well, but food for thought. What if Urban Meyer does not select him? What are the chances of that? Or do you think that's like zero chance? See, I don't want to say that because wasn't Sam Darnold like a lock in 2018 until the day of? Well, that, that, that's the Browns. The Browns picked first. I give a little more respect to the Jags, maybe, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I could. That makes sense to me. But yeah, but, Urban Meyer was super. Did you see his pro, uh, Trevor Lawrence's pro day? Yeah. Urban Meyer was like standing there, like super close to him, like talk about social distancing. I know he was not following COVID <laughs> protocols. <laughs> he, he was okay. not. He, was, he loved Trevor Lawrence. All right, moving on to number two then. If that's it, who do you have? Number two. So I don't okay, I have them ranked not as my favorite quarterbacks, but just the I how I see them coming off the board in my opinion. Oh, okay then. Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. So I have it ranked in terms of my own preference, and I also have Zach Wilson here, but I guess we have him at number two for different reasons. For different reasons, yeah. He is a great example of how a good 2020 season can erase a not-so-good 2019 season. And 2018 as well. And that's my concern. (laughs) That is my concern. He had... I want to go into the concerns right now, but he had problems with decision-making in 2019, and he did fix them. But it's like, how how consistent can that be, given like a very small sample size in 2020? I like him though. I mean, like he's got the swagger and flair of Baker Mayfield, and I like it. You know, let, let's hype him up a little bit. I mean, this situation looks a lot like Patrick Mahomes because he kind of shot up draft boards his last season at at Texas Tech, I think. So mm-hmm. you know, he had a lot of hype. He, I see the situation similar, and like the ability that Zach Wilson has to throw on the run and his off-platform throws, it's kind of like Mahomes. I see it, yeah. It might not be the best comparison, but then you kind of see flashes of it. I see it, yeah. I mean, he's a. am not gonna. I'm not gonna discredit this guy. The arm talent is there. He's a very good quarterback. Again, he's able to 
He's mobile. He could extend plays. And I love that about him. He's very, very good at escaping pressure and feeling pressure in the pocket mm-hmm. and escaping when need be. He's also pretty clutch. He is. Did you also know his uncle owned JetBlue? Really? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where his character concerns come from. I, I read an article on it because people are like, oh, this kid is kind of like the, the rich kid who has it all, basically. So then that's where the character concerns come in. I don't know. He just kind of reminds me, like you said earlier, of Baker with that flair in him. Some fire within. So, I mean, I think it's fine. I agree with you. Turns of concerns. It's the number one stat people are talking about. Two and 25 against the top 25 teams in any division or conference. Mm. So when he plays against good teams, he doesn't perform well. I think the other thing too, is that he played behind a very good offensive line at BYU. So here's another stat, 74.1 grade when under pressure versus a 96.5 when he's not pressured. And that's, that is my concern which is why when we talk about, okay, we're going to move on to potential drafting. I think there's a 95% chance the Jets are drafting Zach Wilson at two. Yeah, has to be. I am worried that the Jets will draft him at two for Zach Wilson's sake and not for any other bias. So you, so you think the Jets are a bad place yeah. for Zach Wilson? Yes. How come? How come? What do the Jets currently have? Okay. In terms of weapons, not a lot, but I think the scheme is there for him. You bring Rob Sala from, from the Niners, right? And he also brought over Mike LaFleur with him. So then he, they're probably going to implement some of that play action, dink and dunk offense of Shanahan, which I think would fit well for Zach Wilson. Okay. I mean, your weapons are Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder. <laughs> patchwork offensive line you have makai Becton. i'm going to i'll agree with you on that but my question is what's the difference between drafting sam darnold three years ago with literally these same team i mean you bring in robbie anderson and jameson crowder <laughs> and Le'Veon and Le'Veon bell right yes uh-huh and drafting zach wilson now what's the difference you get your oh you get your quarterback this time oh that's good i see the concern but, I mean, I can't name a wide receiver from BYU. Fair. But, yes, the O-line is completely different. And you know what? I've never seen a player go 2-25 and 25 against top 25 teams before. All right. All right. I see the concern. <laughs> Zach Wilson's a good player. I think he needs to go to the right team, though. So, you know, maybe that 5%, a team trades up for – see, it's hard It's hard to envision a trade, though, for the Jets unless they get some sort of quarterback in return and a mm-hmm. very, very, very big trade, like a blockbuster trade in their favor. But, yeah. It's... Or, I mean, they could just trade down one or two spots if they don't like Zach Wilson and pick up one of the other guys we're going to talk about. That's true. You could do that as well. Mm-hmm. But – that's all I have about Zach Wilson, unless you had anything else. I think that's it. I mean, the other only really, the only question I had is kind of totally unrelated, but is he really a Mormon? I think so. Got it. Okay. Because, because you know, Fred Warner also came from BYU yeah. and he was a Mormon. 
apparently yeah. converted to something else. But yeah, I was just curious. Like, I was wondering, like, of all players from BYU or Mormons. I wonder if that's like, I don't think it's like you have to, but yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. All right. Number three, who do you got? All right. You ready for this? No, when you say that, I, I, I kind of like my heart skips a beat a little bit, you know, because I'm a little <laughs> frazzled when my notes are out of order. I got Justin Fields at number three. Uh, I got Justin Fields. Yo, let's go. All let's, right, let's go. Easy. All right. Um, what do I got? I got five-star recruit like Lawrence out of high school. And uh, he played even less than Wilson and Lawrence. He's a two-year starter at uh, Ohio State, but 20-2 and two record. Uh, I don't know what else, man. He is really, really good. And the thing that people need to talk about with Justin Fields is that, like, he is a passer first who is athletic and forces defenses to, like, to contain him. Yeah. He's, you know, he's like 6'3", he but is. he runs hella fast. Yeah, but isn't 6'3 on the smaller side for a quarterback, though? But, I mean, it's better than someone like, I think, what's Russell Wilson? Is he 6'3", or is he, is he smaller? No, I think Russell Wilson's 5'11", dude. Yes, he run, like, there's, like, the <laughs> Russell Wilsons and the Drew Brees in the world. Like, 6'3", is, like, like he's average. Yeah, for sure. Average with speed. Um, He's also pretty big, though. He but, is. again, like, his athleticism is what makes him like a very true dual threat. Great size, great athleticism. He has great ball placement and accuracy. Again, he's the most accurate QB out of this class. Right, and that's what people don't talk about with Justin Fields. Like, I can't believe he's slipping down boards right now. But he has plenty of arm strength. You can see it with the deep passes and stretching it down the field. I understand that, you know, his last couple of games were meh. At best. But he's a tough guy, though. That's, that's That was the last thing I wanted to say, you know? Something, the reason why I like Justin Fields over other quarterbacks, and it was mentioned mm-hmm. in, like, a couple of the analysis that I, I looked up as well. Like, he, like, really plays with, like, grit. Like, yeah. he's, like, a tough player. Like he, Did you see him? Like, he got injured, sits out of play, comes back the next play, throws a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, holy. He he wants to take hits like he wants to initiate contact sometimes it's kind of scary but yeah um he does extend the play a little bit too long but we're that's kind of like going towards like the cons for him but one thing that i heard is that he's great with the bootleg oh i I think i I know where you're going with this now he's great with the bootleg he runs a 4-4 so you know him running on that bootleg is gonna be really fast very fast right it's like an actual like read option where he could take it himself because you know sometimes teams that run the bootleg your quarterback mm-hmm. runs like a four seven can't really know yeah. is he really gonna can't, can't be doing that yeah so you know you never know you never know but did you have any other pros before we go into the stuff that he should work on uh no i think that's it i mean for stuff that he needs to work on i think i got pocket awareness okay. and the other thing is uh I read somewhere that it said Ohio State kind of only asked him to focus on one receiver and not go past his first read. So in an offense where I don't know. So that's why I feel like if you put him in a situation to succeed, he will succeed. But if you're going to ask him to go through multiple reads, I don't know if he can do it because he hasn't really shown that he can do it then, you know? Interesting. 
for me, I have I have that he looks at his first read and he lacks anticipation after that. Mm-hmm. So once his first read's covered, he's kind of like, oh shoot, I'm a wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he holds onto the ball a little bit too long, takes mm-hmm. a little too many sacks. I think that's kind of when you when you talk about the that pocket presence. Yeah. And I heard that like he can't like you know how like quarterbacks use their eyes to um like move defenders. Yeah. Apparently he doesn't do that well. <laughs> like I mean, he's you're only looking at your first read. <laughs> you, you can't you can't move anybody with your eyes if you're only staring down one guy. I agree. It's with one you. guy, number one guy, Olave from uh, Ohio State. Olave. But yeah, that's all I had. I mean, he's definitely a work in progress, but not. I mean, I think he's still NFL ready. I think he is too. I think the best situation if you let him sit a year or maybe even half a year, but yeah, I think you can start him on day one. The other con I had is that like, sometimes when you watch his, like his film, right. Sometimes you see plays where like, he really feels when a defender is coming. So he gets out the way. And there are other plays when you see the defender coming, you're like, Oh, this guy got it. He doesn't feel it. (laughs) And then he just gets popped. So that's why he takes a sack. Like you said earlier. So it's just a little, it's like, what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think, so the NFL comparison that I saw was Dak Prescott. I, if if you're comparing him to Dak Prescott, I like it, but he's definitely, I think, much smaller. And faster. He's smaller and faster than Dak Prescott. I agree with you on that. But that makes yeah. me happy, though. I like Dak. Uh, yeah, because uh, the best team fit here and why you mentioned the bootleg, right? Go yes. Ahead. Say the team name. I think, I really do think that the Niners should go with Justin Fields. Okay. I think it's all smoke with mac jones you think it's smoke i think it's all smoke i think it's all smoke all part of their plan um you know they're going to his second pro day justin fields the second pro day well because they didn't attend his first one yeah right? so yeah 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 okay okay but okay so i actually think that maybe the falcons should take justin fields but I'm on your train of the Niners selecting Justin Fields because you don't sell the farm to get a high floor guy like Mac Jones and not Justin Fields. Although I do think Mac Jones is more NFL ready than Justin Fields. He has a lower ceiling, but higher floor. But you don't give up three picks just to get a lower, a higher floor guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. Like, you know, he's like the model quarterback for, for Shanahan's offense. And yeah, what has your model quarterback gone in you? The that last- is true. But my other question is this. I read somewhere that Kyle Shanahan is not looking for the best quarterback. He just needs a quarterback to see the field the same way he does and to execute what he says. So then at the same time, it's kind of like he made Matt Ryan an MVP. Right? Matt Ryan's okay, yeah. Service so that, that's why I'm kind of thinking like maybe the Mac Jones stuff could be smoke, could not be smoke because, I mean – he could make Mac Jones work. And is Matt Ryan the best quarterback? Probably not, but they made it work. Something that I heard was Kyle Shanahan said that your analysis of your quarterback should always be changing in how you view what your quarterback and what you need <laughs> in a quarterback. Okay. Which means I think that his phase of these quarterbacks who – our pocket passers with slight movement. I feel like he's slowly moving on. 
Ah, uh, so no more. Because no more Jimmy G. Here's what I think as well. If that was the case, why didn't you give up that much for um for Matthew Stafford? Why would you get a why would you get a high floor player like Mac Jones? Like why would you trade up when literally you could have just given up less for Matthew Stafford? I mean, the only argument I can make in Kyle Shanahan's defense is that that's not your guy. Similar to the argument earlier where it's kind of like the Jets gave away Sam Darnold to get Zach Wilson because it's like, it's my guy, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason I can see it, but I do see where you're going with Matthew Stafford and why not get him? Because I think he was like, yeah, he may not be like the, the guy, but he does everything that that good old Kyle Shanahan wants. He could scan the field very well. Very true. But maybe, maybe with the rookie quarterback you can mold him however you want to mold him we can't really mold matt stafford you know you can mold justin fields then there you go all right justin fields to the niners um but yeah moving on to the the fourth quarterback that i think will get drafted i think it's trey lance all right, so we have a discrepancy here. I, I put Mac Jones at four, but we can talk about Trey Lance first then. I see Josh Allen, Allen comparisons here. I, I have it too. I, I think it's just because they both have a cannon, of a cannon of an arm. They're both big players. However, their accuracy is a little stinky. Yes, but that could always be fixed. He's a little raw, mm-hmm. but again, a true dual threat quarterback. He does not have a lot of experience, which you talked about with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. And like a slight problem with um with Justin Fields, like Trey Lance has played less games than Justin Fields. But he's so talented when you see like the plays that he makes. Like, yeah, athletic. Literally, you don't know what he's gonna do on third down. You have to you have to have eyes on him at all times. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a very athletic guy. He can run the ball. But did you see his one game in 2020 this this year? I did. His, like, sole game? Uh, it's a one-game sample, so you can't really be too harsh on him. But it was also like, what the heck? <laughs> I, like, yeah. like, here's a number. 44.1% accuracy rate for passes that go past the line of scrimmage. That's... And like, and here, the second worst accuracy rate was owned by another quarterback, and that rate was fifty-one point six. So it was over seven percent better than Trey Lance. Mm. I mean, he needs to improve his accuracy, or he may as well just convert to a running back. I, yeah. No, that's fine. That's very fine. But I feel like the the ceiling's just it's off the charts, and I. I feel you on that one. The ceiling is definitely off the charts. In my opinion, he is not a true NFL-ready quarterback. And I feel like he needs to go to a team that can let him sit and watch for at least a year. And then he'll turn into something great. I agree. One one to two years. I, I don't know. You, you turn on the tape for Trey Lance, and then the way he plays, you don't see him play with, like, the poise and under control like all the other four quarterbacks. Exactly. So... That's why I have him at number five, but yeah, very, very high ceiling. So I think also very low floor. 
I agree with you on that. I think he will be an eventual NFL quarterback. And um, yeah, just the concern I have for him, too young, too cautious, and sometimes a little too wild. Mm-hmm. So where does and he, he go? Lacks, he lacks pocket presence. Oh, he, yes, yes. I heard that too. Apparently he like does not trust his, his offensive line. He just dips, grabs his chips and dip. But because he dips, he got 10 rushing TDs that came from 10-plus yard runs. That is so, true. Yeah. You know, his build is kind of crazy. He was recruited as a linebacker by Big Ten schools. That's crazy. But he wanted to play quarterback, so, yeah. yeah. He just needs to stay in the pocket longer, though. Like, instead of, like, just escaping it, just, like, sit in there for, like, a second or two longer. See if you're still there. So, so where do you have him going? Call me crazy. So the reason why I have him as the he's my he's the fourth best quarterback in my opinion. And technically, I think the fourth quarterback off the board, I think that there will be a trade, and I think a good fit is the New England Patriots. Oof. Oof. Okay, okay. Trading explanation, up. please. You have the weapons there, you have the pieces there. You think about the team. They are very, they're win now, in a sense. But you also have Cam Newton on a one-year deal. So you let Trey Lance sit. You let Trey Lance sit. You let him watch Cam Newton. Things get stinky, you put him in. You have a very, very, very good coaching system in New England. The pieces are there. You literally just need a quarterback. Okay, okay. I see where you're going. But I had either the Broncos or the Falcons here. In a similar situation where it would allow him to sit for a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More so with the Falcons since Matt Ryan is more of a lock to start than Drew Locke. But I, I don't know. I see him there. You see him in New England. Who knows, man? The reason why I don't think Atlanta is going to draft a quarterback is because they're already fishing offers for them for the fourth overall pick. I don't think they're looking quarterback. Oh, that's crazy, man. See, and that's that's the thing. And this is why I keep thinking that Justin Fields is going to go through because you want Justin Fields to go to Atlanta. But I think teams are realizing that he's not going to stay at past three. Very true. Which is why teams like Atlanta are trying to get out. So you're saying Atlanta's only getting out because they're not getting Justin Fields. They're not getting the quarterback that they want. Got it. Okay, so they're just rolling with Matt Ryan another year. Yes, and, I think and they'll deal of, with it next year. Okay, yeah, not bad. Jeff Capital at that point. Okay, so the last quarterback then is Mac Jones. You have him at five. I am at four. What are your notes on the guy? Oh, I see your your face of discontent already. <laughs> He's a low to medium quality starting quarterback in this league. If you were to be drafted as one, which he will, I think he'll be average. He's just average, though. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, average but... quarterbacks last though. Yeah, you're right <laughs> home about it. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. His floor is so high. I think arguably top two or top three in this class. But average arm string. I mean, he's good at putting the ball where he needs to. He also played for a really good team. So how I, much I, of your I, success can you really say was Mac Jones as opposed to you know, the only thing I don't like about the Mac Jones analysis is that 
he's projected to go in round one, early round one. And I think it's always because quarterbacks are always inflated. Their value is always inflated. So I, I would be comfortable and I would be satisfied taking Mac Jones end of round one or round two. I agree with you. For the style or for the quality of play he's going to give you. But like you said, he played at Alabama. He had Devonta Smith, Najee Harris, Jalen Waddle. He was surrounded by elite talent and he only did so much you at Alabama. So that's why I think he's just an average guy. He's a system guy. He's a system guy. Um, he's also a not an off script quarterback. I heard he's trash at RPO. Yes, yes. And a quote: He's not the I, most athletic. You can't. He's not the most run. athletic. Yeah. So he's not going to run the RPO. He needs a good system. I heard this is the quote. I would love to see him play with more grit. Okay. That's a concern okay. for me. It's a concern as a Niners fan because it's also something that Kyle Shanahan looks for. The Debo Samuels and the Brandon Ayukes, man, and the George mm-hmm. Kittles. They don't take contact, man. They look for contact. Okay, okay, okay. So, fine. Mac Jones not going to the Niners. Right? I mean, so there was this poll that was on Twitter, and it was like, would you rather have the 49ers take the quarterback you want or the quarterback that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch know that they need. And I don't know. What, what are the results? Oh, it was pretty split. It was, it was actually pretty okay, split. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy. Right. Because like, you know, like I, let's be real. I really want Justin Fields, but if the Niners like Mac Jones and they, I mean, like, who am I? I'm just talking in front of a mic. You and me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what do I know at the end of the day? So if they like Mac Jones, they like Mac Jones. I just want to say that before we go to the potential team that I picked for Mac Jones. Okay, yeah. Well, another pro for Mac Jones, I think he's a smart quarterback. He can, he's, a, he's your true pocket passer who can sit back, read the defense, and read coverages. Like, if you're like, – Justin Fields can't guide, you know, move people with his eyes. Mac Jones can. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just different guys, and it's hard to compare. I agree with you, yeah, because, you know, um, Mac Jones can move people with his eyes and, you know, Justin Fields can just move. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So that's why I'm for best team fit. I have him for the Patriots. Okay, okay. When Mac Jones is shirtless, he looks like Tom Brady during his combine. Okay. The build is there, and you can do what you did with Brady at QB. Like, you can bring back the old-school Patriots. Okay. Have a guy who stands in the pocket, processes the defense, and just looks downfield to find the open receiver. Okay. And the Pats went out and got the bunch of weapons, similar to how we talked about Alabama having a bunch of weapons. So it's it's, I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. You're not uh, satisfied. Tell me why. <laughs> Where is he going? Same reason as Trey Lance. So I just had another team, very similar yeah. situation. It's the Washington football team. Oh. No, no, no more Fitzmagic. Great coach, great supporting cast, and wouldn't it be nice for Ryan Fitzmagic to be replaced by another Alabama quarterback? <laughs> I like Fitzpatrick, so I mean, I'd rather not. Ha- I rather not see it. Similar playing style, though. Don't you like uh, Heineke or Heineke? Whatever. No, okay. Never liked him. Okay, okay. I think that's all smoke. Oh, great! I think that one is smoke. I I do prefer Trace McSorley more, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Bye. Bye. All right. So as we said at the beginning, we're going to make the 2018 NFL draft comparison with the 2021 quarterback draft class. We'll just go from top bottom from when they were drafted. So it's Baker, Sam, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, and Lamar Jackson. Who is the Baker Mayfield of this class? Uh, I think if anything, it has to be Zach Wilson. I agree with you. Personality, just... Personality type of play, like the way they play and with the situation Zach Wilson's going in, like we said, we don't know if the success is going to be there right away. So I think this is going to be another Baker situation. Got it. I agree with you, Zach Wilson, Baker Mayfield. And I feel like Baker Mayfield was supposed to go later in the draft, but obviously he did not. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. So the next we have Sam Donald, right? Yes. Oof. So how do we even summarize Sam Donald's career? Played on the Jets for a few years and then got traded. Given another, like he's given another chance though. So he's not traded to be a backup. So it's not as bad as Joss Rosen, but it's pretty bad. I'm just going down the list and. (laughs) So. weren't prepared for your own segment it's much harder than than it is See, the only re- okay you want to put a pause on sam donald because i have a reason why i want to say a player for sam for to be the sam donald comparison mm-hmm. but it sound crazy okay okay so josh rosen is next i believe right yeah oh josh allen josh allen oh josh allen okay okay so josh allen i'm gonna compare him to trevor lawrence Okay. In terms of the success. Okay. Well, it's it's tough to say because none of these quarterbacks from the I think 2018 draft, right? None of these quarterbacks had success from day one. That's my all these guys struggle. Which is why I think like the only the only real Trevor Lawrence comparison I have, if we were to force it, is Sam Donald because of how successful and how how coveted Sam Donald was coming out of the draft. Yes, but that but if we put him in there, it works out for everything up to his NFL career. NFL career. Yeah, I agree yes. with you. Because but, you, yeah, keep going. But but I was just gonna say if you're looking for NFL career success wise, then you peg in Josh Allen. I agree with you on that. I think in terms of potential though, could be also Trey Lance. For Josh Allen? Yes. Okay, I, I, I can see that. All right, all right. So so Trey Lance and uh, Trevor Lawrence is between Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. And here, I already know where you're going with this. Josh Rosen's going to be your Mac Jones, and then Lamar Jackson's going to be your Justin Fields. Yeah, I think, I think Justin Fields will be the better quarterback. I... We can we can talk about this right now, and I'm going to make a very ambitious bet. I think that Justin Fields will have a better career than Zach Wilson. I can see that happening just because of the team he's going to. Exactly. The exactly. Niners have all the pieces around them. Exactly. He's, he's getting put in a place where, you know, he has everyone around him. Zach Wilson's going to a more iffy destination. 
can't have said it any better but yeah that's all i had that's all i have too final notes are everything done mm-hmm. well yeah so to everyone who has made it this far thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year we'll catch you guys next friday when we do a little recap of free agency yeah yeah okay a little recap of free agency before we move on to uh the draft and that's the tea and that's the tea take care y'all